to another episode of the Threefold Collective Podcast. My name is Jay Cruz. And I'm Julie Cruz. And since we had so much fun last time doing the love language game, we thought we would do that again this week. Yes, so hopefully the question is not a crazy one. I guess it, we will find out. It wasn't a crazy one. It was... It was good. Appropriate for the for the moment, so... You're going to make me do it again? Um, no. Oh, good. You get to cut, I'll pull... And you get to answer first this time. Okay, cut. And I will answer second. Okay. Is that what you do? Yeah, like that. There you go. <laughs> so what we have here again is a deck of cards that has couples questions on them, relational questions. Yeah. And um, we're going to pick one at random. So Julie just cut the deck and she's going to hold it now and fan them out so I can't see what the subject is. Okay. And Moment I will pick one. Last last time I was like, oh, we're just going to go for it. So let's see. Maybe it'll be lighthearted. Please, please. <laughs> I'm going to cut from. Oh, sorry. Pull it from oh, the middle. Goodness. You're holding them so tight. Okay, like there you we don't want to let go. Okay, sorry. Okay. Wow, this is like not even fun to me. It might be fun to you. Would you ever have a home birth? No. That's just your answer. Your answer is just no. That's a negative for me. Why? Okay. First of all, for our situation, I had C-sections, which could not be performed in a home. Second of all, I would be too scared that something bad was going to happen and that I wouldn't be close enough to a hospital because we've had family members who've had similar situations and I would be too scared to not be close enough to a hospital. And third of all, drugs. What about, what about drugs? You just said I, drugs. That's way too generic. I have no, I mean, I don't want to have any more kids, but I need some painkillers if I'm going to be having children, not home births. I mean, people really love them, but it's not for me. Well, what did we do uh, when we went through the whole process? Like, what did we do when we were even thinking about having kids? Like, because you were finding what, a midwife and yeah. all these different things. Like, I don't, I don't know what the process is, honestly. I just know that I got a go bag set up and <laughs> didn't really. Well, yeah, for us, because when I was pregnant with Tristan, we were new, didn't have any clue what we were doing. And I had... um interviewed I guess different doctors and midwives and I seemed at the time to like a midwife but the thing is for me anyway once you are in the hospital it's really up to whoever was on call for that night and so I had a midwife but also still had a doctor and then ended up with a c-section so needed a doctor for all the others so I really think you know it depends on what midwives I guess have the I, I'm not going to, I don't know the correct terms and stuff, but <laughs> I'm like, don't get mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but midwives, I think, uh, tend to err on the nat more natural side of birthing and that kind of stuff. And I thought that may sounded kind of cool before I knew what labor was like. Labor. Okay. Well, not labor, but I'll say this much. The first eight months of pregnancy when you were pregnant, like it was fun. Like, the oh the the baby's kicking um i felt the fun move. for you 
well, understand what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was, it was more pleasant uh, mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. Once it got down to, I think this happens to a lot of women, but when it gets down to like the last month, it was like, mm, okay, you turn into somebody completely different. And I was like, yeah, it's really hard to be pregnant. First of all, the last month, it's even harder. Like get out is what and yeah it's true in the first pregnancy you were in where well, we were in georgia so it was just hot and it was muggy and it was uh humid and you were sweating all the time yeah but you know what i have to say none of our so we have we've had th we have four kids so three of the pr three pregnancies because the last two were twins <laughs> let me clarify none of them were born after 36 weeks it's all premature Yes. So even, so you're saying really it was like the last two months because I mm. didn't even get past 36 weeks. But even then I'm like, I don't know. Some girls go past their due date. Could you imagine? So, oh, since I guess since we're on the subject, why, like, so we have four kids. Yeah. We were done at two. Yeah. In theory, we were done, but we didn't do anything to not be done yet. Right. Nothing permanent anyway. What do you think, like with each progressing one, like how we became better parents or parents or how we parented? Uh, everyone has that first kid where they they had the little, you know, the little thing they inset inside of a cart when you go to like Target mm -hmm. and you, put, you set the thing in and then you have like these wipes so that anything they touch, they oh, wipe. Yeah. How do you feel the progress or the progression went from Tristan, who was our first, who's 14 right now? And then Riley, who's 12, and the twins, who are nine. Like, what was the process like in just our, <laughs> us becoming lax? Well, here is the thing. I'm so glad that we did not have twins first. <laughs> that we had them last. Because you're, I mean, just, I remember with Tristan, we never wanted him to cry. And so we would be like, oh my gosh, walking up and down the stairs you would be like doing lunges and squats trying to get him to go to sleep and it was like nope you can't you know everything is watched and what and everything is crazy um by the time we had the twins I don't even think we had two real cribs it was like a pack and play and no we did <laughs> we did we had two full-on cribs with them remember because so we uh, had uh Kinsley today is like a gymnast and we should have known this a long time ago because we had their cribs in a corner and then there was like the little... No, they were pack and plays. No, they were cribs. Kinsley got out of the pack and play. Were they? Yes. Okay. I don't, maybe I remember their childhood differently, but we were she like, would they're climb... They're not going to be in it that long. No, remember because they were off the ground. She would climb off of one and get into Corbin's because we were trying to figure out how in the world that happened. And so she would put one leg up on the side of the crib. Like really put, early, bef like right after she started seven, walking. Seven, eight months. And she would climb over just the little tiny corner that connected them Ugh. and get into his crib. And then they would sleep together because she would, you know, they just. They always have always been close. So fun fact, some of you guys might not know about me is that I'm a twin also myself. And I, we're, we're almost 38, but not quite yet. And at 36, we decided to take a twin test. Because my little sister said, are you sure you're not identical? Well, our whole life, 
my mom told me we were fraternal, so I just believed it. Even if our baby pictures, you really couldn't tell the difference between us. So anyway, at 36, we took the test and found out we were identical. And then we also have twins ourselves, which is pretty rare, I would say, for you to be a twin and have twins. Mm -hmm. I love having twins. What do you think? I like all of our kids. And you've already, um, I don't know whether I've discussed this with people at large, but if I, if money was an issue and if pregnancies weren't so hard on you, I would have continued to have kids for like just forever and to use yeah, you're a great dad have them I think I like this is probably a whole nother podcast but um pretty blessed with you as a dad like you have been you guys I <laughs> I didn't change any of our kids diapers for like their first week of life any of our kids including the twins he got all that too two weeks at least two weeks. it was a lot of time she couldn't even you couldn't even move so regardless of whether or not you could or not like I had no choice so I had to dad up father up whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it and I had to to do it so she has no experience cleaning up what's it called meconium yep zero I don't have any idea experience with that but I do and to just give you a, a hint of what it's like it's like just black tar this sticks to everything and you think that like it will wipe easy but literally you know that stuff that the kids come home with like they make that like sticky it's not gack but it's the sticky stuff that mm. it rolls and part of it like sticks to that's what it is but it's black mm. and it isn't i don't remember it smelling and i never he had, never once complained about it either no. i never heard you complain about he's always been like the one like that's what makes me want to have more kids not now but like just that well, no, I mean, you were always a hands-on dad. Like I didn't, ha I'm not the, you're not the kind of dad who I had to beg to ask for help. You were always there to help, which is amazing. Thanks. Yeah, you're a great dad. Well, it takes somebody great to want to do it for, so. Oh, thanks, babe. Yeah, and I'm not here trying to just yeah. pet your ego, mm -hmm. but it's true. Yeah, we could go into all the details of things you've had to help me with through pregnancies, but, and after. Recoveries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I think it was with Riley. It was with Riley. Uh, Julie had a C-section and she had some new staples that they used that were no, like... No, it was with Tristan. Was it? Okay, so Tristan had these... Dis not Tristan, but Julie had these new technology dis oh, dissolvable stitches. Are we going to go there? That did not work for Julie. Mm -mm. And so she was taking a shower one day and she noticed that like it, her wound just was not closing... Oh, it's bad news, you guys. So that's not the problem. The problem was, oh, that's the problem for her. The problem was for me is that the only way to heal something like that is from the inside out. And so I had to pack the wound. So if you guys know me, I get queasy to the side of blood. It's bad. Mostly mine. And uh, like love, like I think that was my, not my height of love, but yeah. For me to get for better over, and worse. <laughs> yeah, that is the for better for worse. Yeah. Where I had to actually take like a it was a cotton swab Q tip mm. and I had to push it inside of there until it even. stopped. And then every time it was done, <laughs> I had to pull the old one out and it was not the prettiest sight. You guys, I labored with Tristan for thirty four hours. At least. At least. And then had a C section. Okay. Mm. Do not recommend that. Because your body has already gone through like all of labor 
and then now you have to recover from a C-section. And then on top of it, they didn't tell me they were using this new dissolvable staple, Mm -hmm. which I happened to be allergic allergic to. to. It was... That we found out I honestly believe that is the most amount of pain I have ever been in in my life. No. The recovery. No. You don't think so? Your knee was worse. No. Really? No. You remember it that bad? Oh my gosh. It was so bad. See... With most women that I come in contact with, they forget what pregnancy felt like <sighs> because they're like, oh, I just want to have another baby and go through all of it again. But you're like, no. I. Well, I mean, I obviously did forget because we had Riley. <laughs> 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 like, they Riley was they're only 16 months apart. So. But it didn't happen because you forgot. It just happened because we weren't preventing. Right. But yes. So anyway, the whole moral of this story is you have gone above and beyond. The call of duty yeah. for a husband or a new dad. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I think that commitment to marriage is committing to all of it. Like all of it. Like, yes, you are committing to loving you and just the good times, but like whatever rolls along. Like, I mean, we talked about um, just being in debt, mm-hmm. you know, and me not knowing about it. And even though I felt betrayed, and it felt like it was like an act against the family. It was like, well, it's not just that you had, you were scared of to tell me and it's probably scared of me, um, you know, cause that's not something you really want to tell your spouse. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, oh, Hey, guess what? By the way, I know. And, uh, like everything about it, like you just had to be willing to fight for them and to, and to work. I mean, whatever it is for better, for worse, sicker or poorer. Oh, wait, that's not how it goes. Richer yeah. or poor. Yeah. Health and, health and sickness. Poor. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been almost. There has been a lot of things, though. I mean, we've we've gone through, yeah, I've had a lot of surgeries, C-sections and knee surgeries and things. And so you've had to take care of me physically where I literally couldn't take care of myself. And you've had to step up. So it's a big deal. The answer is the same for me for this. Um, Going back to the the original question. Yeah, I I just wouldn't because that requires them to come to us. And like, I want all the things available, like all the options available. And not that uh, there's a lot of people that have successful births. Totally. Not just births at home, but births at home and underwater and all these other things. And that's great for them. I'm like... If you want to have a home birth, I'm going to be like, sweet. Yeah. But for me, yeah, that was not something I ever wanted to do. Maybe the first one like was a thought, but not for very long. You don't know what it would be like. Yeah. Not for very long when you don't, you don't know what it's like for you. But Mm -hmm. once we found out that for you, your pregnancies uh, were really hard. Right. It's just, there wasn't, it wouldn't be smart to have done it because it would have been dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't, I'm not one of those kind of girls who's like, very adamant about no drugs during labor or like didn't want to have an epidural or anything like that. I wasn't, that wasn't like my passion. I think everyone, well, that's a broad statement. I think for me, I thought, yeah, I could have, I could have a natural birth. I could have a midwife. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, in my head, I thought, of course I can do that. But I've, you know, you don't know what kind of pain you're going to be in before you are. Yeah. So I would also like, like we were talking about before, I would have kids forever. Like, yeah, if, if money you was would still, would you still have kids now? Like with our kids at ages 14, 12 and nine, would you start over? You know me, I love babies. 
You are. You really do love babies. And, and like, you're great with them. Yeah. And like I said, if I didn't have to do anything else, if that was the only thing I had to do and money wasn't an issue and we had this, not even if we had money wasn't an because issue. Because right now money is not an issue. The only thing that is stopping us is my tubes are tied. <laughs> so you're saying that you would want to start over no, right no, no. now? What I'm saying, and if pregnancies weren't hard on you, oh. like it's almost to the point where I would be like very scared if you were pregnant because uh, it's just scary health wise. There was too many complications with each one. All of them yeah. were premature, actually progressively premature. So Well, yeah, because then twins. Yeah. So I don't think that it, it would be smart. It would just wouldn't be. It'd be rolling the dice, especially what I don't know what the age limit not limit is but where because i'm risk. considered like geriatric in pregnancy at my age for real is that the right word <laughs> isn't uh, geriatric like old sure I don't, I don't that's what they consider it i'm 37 and they would say you're too old i don't think so i think it just has to do more with just the way that you're built there's women out there that and my sister just had 43 oh yeah totally 40 i don't sorry Sorry, uh, I'm not going to say which one, but sorry, I didn't mean to put your age out there. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, age doesn't matter. It just matters on whether your body can handle it or not. Yeah, so the short answer would be no. No, I just wouldn't have a home birth. There's two, unless I had a full on, you know, hospital at my house. I mean, if I lived at the hospital, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, would, I would have home birth. So maybe pull another one. Yeah, pull another one. You want me to pull this time? Okay, we're going to reach back into the deck because that was a <clears throat> shorter. I mean, we, we did still elaborate on a lot of things in our life. Sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is how I should have done it. You're fanning the cards well. Sorry. Okay, please let it not be a hard one. Okay. How have you changed since you were first, since we were first together? How have you changed since we were first together? From my perspective, or are you supposed to That's answer that for broad, me? That's a broad statement. How have I changed? How have you changed since we were first together? I will say uh, at one point I was really super prideful and I wouldn't let you. I always had to win things. I always had to be right. I always had to uh, not look dumb in, to you, like just in general. And like I got to a point where we're a team. And so if I was trying to win an argument, that means I made you the loser of the argument. And I realized I don't want to be married to someone I make feel bad and feel like they lose all the time Yeah, and that they don't have a, a say or a voice in our marriage. So I think laying my, my pride down a, tut, uh, a, a ton has where I've changed the most. And then what I learned also is, man, apologize as fast as you can. Like, if you can say sorry and know that you're sorry, but not be able to like get through the things yet, but like, Hey, I, I don't know how to fully navigate this whole thing and, and make you understand that I'm fully sorry right now, but like, Hey, I'm sorry. And I want to work through this and um, just apologizing quickly. Like I would, how which long would, would I go? Which I would, would go like be a hard. two days yeah. where it wasn't like I was holding it against you, but I needed to process like that whole, like anything, whenever something happened between us, I had, you know, I had to process it. I had to navigate my emotions and stuff. But now it's like I go back to mostly try to do facts and knowing, okay, she loves me. I love her. 
most likely this is a hallmark miscommunication. So I, I just figure out those things. But yeah, my pride for sure. Like I don't, I have no more left. Oh gosh. <laughs> I think honestly that comes from us. We married really young. So I was 21 and you were 22 when we got married. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of that just like when we were first married, we didn't, I remember specifically that your mom said, you guys are so young. You're getting married so young. And to me, I was like, what? Like, why is she even saying that? Like, I didn't feel young at the time, but now being married 16 years, <laughs> I feel like, oh yeah, we were, we were really young. And so I think a lot of that changing kind of happens. Like we've had to change a lot together because we're growing up and uh, we also had to change a lot individually because naturally that's what happens as you're growing. And so a maturity wise, it is the same thing. You know, I think you've matured a lot. Oh, thanks. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, right. It's been a long time. Yeah. At the same time, I'm exactly the same though. Like at the same time, I enjoy all the same exact things, but in terms of my like emotional stability and my thought process and all those kind of things. Yeah. It changed a ton. Yeah. But still like the same, same things. Wait, what about you? Me? Mm -hmm. How have you changed since we were first together? I, that's so hard. I feel like we should be answering this for each other because I'm like, hmm. Well, you should know because I feel like you should have done some. Yeah, I've totally work. worked on myself. I have worked on um, a lot of things. And I think when we were first together, when we were in the internship and we were just starting a relationship, I feel like I was very opinionated and hard headed about a lot of things. And I thought I, I, I actually was like, I would say more confident, I guess. Like I just said things and <laughs> I, I, uh, I wouldn't use the word confidence for I, someone that just says things. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I was like, I thought I was cool. Like, I don't know. I thought, I, I think, I feel like back then I, I don't know how to explain it. You're not saying anything yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just remember being confident. Like when I said, when we met and I didn't want you to mess with my heart or like, you know, like I was confident in what I believed. And so I said things I was very, I could communicate. And there was a, and then there was a period in there where, you know, you were so good with your words that I kind of shrunk back and didn't talk as much because I felt like I couldn't get what I wanted out. And so that made me kind of retreat and hold on. When she says I was good with my words, she, what she means was I was really manipulative with what I said. I so that has changed a lot. Tons. Actually. Yeah. I don't do that. Not at all anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't. And so it's, I think that has been a big thing that I've had to learn because for a lot of years there, I wasn't saying anything and that was worse for our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I couldn't say anything because I could never win. Not that it was about winning, but like I could never get what I wanted out. And so for a lot of the years there, I stopped talking. Yeah. And um, so I've had to learn how to come back from that. And I think like I never saw myself back then as like an introverted person, but I do feel like I am like that now, um, which is kind of funny. But and maybe it comes with just like wanting to think more about things. I'm not sure why, how that 
it's weird how you can your personality can change so much of, of you know through the years you don't think so i don't think your personality changed very much oh so i've always been kind of introverted no i think that you were in physically like leadership roles like yeah you were physically placed in those roles and you had to assume a, a role and position mm-hmm. so you're this you are the, that same but in it, it's just different it's the same yeah. but different mm-hmm. if that makes any sense well if i feel like i'm placed in a position position of leadership i do rise to that mm-hmm. if i'm in a group and i don't know anyone i fall back <laughs> okay so i could tell you how you've changed in what you just said is that before you always had to try and prove yourself as a leader yeah and today you just act as a leader that's true like overcompensate yeah like oh i have to like i know i'm a leader but i have to show people that i am and i have to prove to them that i am that's how it used to be and now you're like hey if someone else is a leader that's fine but if i know that there's a place where i my leadership is needed then i'm gonna do it yeah that's that's good fair yeah i'll say another thing i say in our marriage you have been slowly more attentive to the things that i say are important to me yeah it's taken it's taken time <laughs> but yeah it's get that's getting a lot better and so not the funny thing but the thing going back to me being manipulative the thing that i changed was i had less have less and less and less to hide the less you have to hide the less you have to manipulate a conversation yeah the more you have to hide the more you manipulate it so that either it doesn't go down the path you don't want it to go down or you avoid just the truths of what's going on because so. you're too scared it's going to come out so you have to try and talk your yeah. way out mm-hmm. you have to talk your way out of something that might not or might not even be there mm-hmm. it just to be a uh, trying to stop a pre- presumption that you might have mm-hmm. about me yeah i don't feel like that in, anymore no it's taken a lot of years for us to get to this place and, and you know it's crazy to, to think about is okay we've been married for 16 years and have grown tons in that amount of time but like thinking about the next 16 years it's like we're gonna think we weren't we didn't even know anything now you know <laughs> that's crazy to think about sometimes well that's good i think if you think two things if you think that you know everything about the other person well good luck you're gonna be in for a surprise at some point but then also being able to be wise enough to say well in the future i'm gonna think that today i don't know anything that that's really wise yeah so uh, oh you you get wiser as we've you've gotten wiser oh thanks you too babe (laughs) well that's actually all of our time for today that's fun. It's fun. It was quick. Yeah. We didn't get into anything too... Too deep. Too deep. Well, yeah. I mean, technically you did because you were telling them all about my packed wounds. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. We will see you guys in the next episode of the Threefold Collective. Bye. See ya. Bye.